Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy-ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and French fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy-ish. Here's the thing. As a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're gonna love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's gonna be fun. Let's go. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. This will be, I have decided the last official podcast of summer. Um, I will be popping in to keep you updated on, I don't even have a name for it yet. I'm realizing I'm like moon cycle, but it sounds like it has something to do with menstruation, which it doesn't. It's just this moon cycle experiment that I am currently doing. I realized about a month and a half ago that I was really done with a pattern that has been in my life for as long as I can remember a pattern of over identification with productivity and money and the external things that come along with the external validation that comes along with those two things um, as a representation of my worth. And it's been really really interesting so far. So I've committed to working with this pattern, working on breaking this pattern for an entire year. And one of the things that really occurred to me a month and a half ago when I started this is that I've been aware of this pattern and quote unquote, working on breaking it for a long time. But the reality is that I didn't have a system for working on it. It's like, I get some therapy here. I think about it over there. I, you know, it pops up in a really big way and I'm triggered by something and then it settles down and I stop thinking about it. And I've just realized that none of that is actually consistently working on it. It's like when it's in my face, I'm aware of it and I'm frustrated by it and I'm bothered by it. And then I kind of just forget about it and I don't work on it until the next trigger pops up or the next burnout or the next exhaustion. And so I needed a system, a process for continually working on this thing, for not letting too many days go by where I'm not aware of what life is serving up to me and how I'm dealing with it or managing it. And so I decided that I would work with the moon cycles. I'm going to work with, or I am working with the dark moon, the new moon, the first quarter the full moon, the third quarter, and, you know, what the energies and the, and the, the um, supported actions are of the waxing and waning moon. And I'm keeping really detailed notes. So I set, a, you know, an intention on the new moon of this cycle, and I'm working with it, and I'm working through the cycle. At the moment, we are at the full moon portion of the cycle. And so today, I'm really reflecting on like, what is irritating me and what feels hard and where I still feel still feel stuck and what I need to release. And, and later this evening, you know, I tried to get out in nature today, I'm going to spend some time under the full moon tonight. 
I'm going to get out for a swim in the lake. I'm baking and playing and doing things that are really related to my intention for this month, but I'm also going to spend some time tonight getting crystal clear on some things I want to, I want to let go of and how I want to hone, you know, as we move into the waning portion of the moon cycle, we don't have the same energy and momentum that we did as, as the moon was building toward the full moon as it was waxing. And so without that same energy and momentum, we need to be very, very specific with the work that we do. We need to hone, we need to release, we need to surrender. We need to let go of the things that the patterns that aren't working and really focus on the things that are. So um, I'm going to talk about that more likely in two weeks, I'll pop back with an update and give you a full rundown of this month and this moon cycle, and then what the new intention is for the next moon cycle. Um, the challenges that I have been presented with and how I have been managing those challenges and dealing with them and the newer, bigger things that are coming up as I unravel this pattern. It's not really a break. If I'm honest, as much it is, as it is an unraveling and it is really interesting already the deeper, bigger patterns that are coming up, like what this overproductivity and, and what am I trying to say? Like not connection to, but, but um, yeah, I guess over identification with money and work as a sense of worth, like what that's been hiding or covering up. And so, like I said, I'll talk about that more in a couple of weeks when I come back with like the full rundown of the month and what it's looked like and what's happened. And if there's any patterns that you are looking to break, I invite you to join me and you can learn as we go about what these, what these moon cycles mean um, and how we can best work with them when we can spend energy and work and effort and when we need to sit back and take a step back and reflect and fine tune and self-evaluate and let go. There's different moments for all of these things. So you can go back and listen to my episode on moon cycle, the moon cycle that was two episodes ago. And it, you'll hear sort of my rundown of the first month and then I'll be back with that. But otherwise I plan to not be back for the rest of the summer. I won't be back until uh, late August or September. And so this will be my last episode. We were away at a bar mitzvah this weekend. It was a very whirlwind trip. We were only away for two nights and it was so incredibly fun. We really had a ball, but I got back and whoa, I was like, my body was sore and I was tired and we'd had so much fun. And I just realized like the reality of summer had hit. And the reality of my summer is that there are kids home and while they are older and more self-sufficient, they need rides and they need to get to jobs and dance residencies and camps and all the things that they're doing. And then we'll be rolling into three and a half to four weeks away. We go out east uh, where I'm from, Prince Edward Island, and I'll be doing a little bit of work there, but I really kind of pare down to the most important bits of my work, which is like the one-on-one -on -one time that I spend with people and the rest of it sort of falls away. And I show up when I can, but I really take all the expectation off myself 
because I have to, because there's other things that take priority. And also because it gives me the space to really think and dream and plan in a way that I don't get any other time of year. I really cherish early morning walks on the beach and swimming in the ocean. I just get new perspective and clarity and connection. So I'm going to take that time. If I'm working with you one-on-one, of course, you will see me. You will get the very best of me. And then the rest of it sort of falls to the side. So that's it for me. Today, I want to talk about what I'm going to be focused on and offering when I come back late in August. And that is this three-week healthy-ish reset. So today, I want to just fill you in on what I'm thinking. I'm so interested in what your feedback is. And um, yeah, I just want to sort of like test it out, give you a taste of it. Let me know what you're thinking, what's really interesting to you, what you would want to get more of if you were to join um, and and uh, leave you with that for summer. And then we'll come back together when it's time to think about doing this, this three-week reset. Okay, let's dive into the episode. Okay, so as I said, my goal for today is just to give you a taste of the three-week reset. But before I get into that, I just want to lay some groundwork because I think that the word reset can pull up a lot of things for a lot of people. And I have done resets several times a year for many years, even through all of my anti-diet intuitive eating work. And I've talked about it a little bit before, but I danced around it, I think, for a while because of the fear of judgment and that people would think that I was sort of a traitor to the anti-diet movement, and I am not. I will never again, I have been very clear on this, I will never again diet in my lifetime. And my definition of diet is anything where the number one metric of success is weight loss. So I will never again do something where the number one metric of success is weight loss. That said, I have also been very clear in all of my anti-diet and naturopathic and wellness and healthy-ish work that our physical body is an incredibly important vehicle for us. We live in our physical body. And while I always want to value the mental, emotional side of ourselves and the social side of ourselves and the, the, the things that are required to help fulfill and soothe and ease and optimize those parts of ourselves, there are moments in time when our physical body asks for our attention. And within the healthy-ish model, we are open to that communication and we are willing to attend to our physical body. But for the most part, we haven't been given a model. Yes, it is talked about in intuitive eating, but I don't think that there's enough tangible material there for people who really want to work on this. And without the model, what I have seen is that people end up in two places. They end up stuck, terrified, and almost in resistance and rebellion to doing anything for their physical body because they just don't know what to do. So they just stay stuck and they often don't feel good and their energy's low, and their mood isn't great, and their digestion's not great, but they're just like, fuck it, I just don't know what else to do. 
I want to accept my body. I want to enjoy life. But the reality is staying in that stuck place, like enjoyment and pleasure is really limited and stunted because I've been there and I know what it feels like to feel tired because of the food choices I'm making. And I know what it feels like to feel so bad in my body because I'm continually bloated or I've got heartburn or whatever the case may be. So people are either there or they are still stuck on the roller coaster of like restriction and overdoing it, restriction and overdoing it. They're, they, you know, they are restricting in the wrong ways for the wrong reasons. And it doesn't necessarily feel that good, but it feels like the thing they should do. And then they can't maintain it anymore. And it's like, well, what the hell, what the hell I'm on holiday? What the hell it's the weekend? What the hell I can't keep this up anymore. And they're in like binging or binging light for a period of time and they go back. And so what I want to do is I just want to offer an alternative to that. Uh, I want to suggest that there are periods of time where our body actually really does enjoy a little bit more simplicity, limiting, restricting for the right reasons, if you will. And that if we're doing it for the right reasons to just support and help build our physical body, and when I say build, I just mean like create the right terrain for our physical body to feel really good. And if we know how to ease in and out of that, when our body's like, okay, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm the simplicity felt good. Uh, a more fuel focused approach felt really good. And now I'm ready for more balance again with the social and mental emotional needs of my body. If we know how to ease in and out of this, we're not so much on a roller coaster as we are ebbing and flowing with the needs of our body. And what's the difference, you might ask? The big difference for me is how jarring it feels or doesn't feel and the emotional story that goes along with it. And when you're on the roller coaster, I believe that the emotional story is like, I'm getting it right or I'm getting it wrong. I'm on track or everything's falling apart. I'm, I'm doing something that deserves applause and, and um, accolades, or I'm doing something that's shameful and wrong. The healthiest reset is much more about how do we ebb and flow? How do we work with our physical body and give it a little more attention and intention when it's asking for it and needing it? And then how do we flow into something that's like a little bit more balanced and makes more space for pleasure and socialization? How do we ebb and flow? Never cutting one, one you know, never cutting fully out the physical body, never cutting out fully mental, emotional, and social needs, just sort of putting a little more attention or spotlighting on one and then the other. If you think of the Venn diagram, of healthy-ish as this intersection between, you know, the bubble of the physical, biological body, you know, mental, emotional needs and social needs. If these are three bubbles that intersect to create our healthy-ish-ist selves, it's just about allowing one bubble to be a little bit bigger on occasion. And for me, the summer 
we really, that social bubble is really the biggest for me in the summer. There's barbecues and music festivals and days at the beach and late night bonfires. There's more wine, there's more ice cream, there's more s'mores, there's potlucks, there's all of the above. And it seems like every weekend and, and evenings with our longer evenings, there's more socializing happening. And so that bubble really takes precedent. But as that bubble takes precedent, it feels really good for a while. And then I start to notice that my mood is affected. My mental, emotional self is affected. And also my physical body is affected. And so near the end of summer, this is one of the natural times it's also kind of like a new year, right? September feels a little bit like a new year. It's a natural moment. It's a natural time when I am ready to refocus on my physical body. And so this is when I'm going to introduce you to the Healthiest Reset, something that I plan to run um, many times a year. If you are someone who like me enjoys this in September. I also enjoy um, doing something like this after the holidays, not a diet, not resolutions, but just a reset, a refocus on my physical body. I tend to also enjoy doing it as winter moves into spring. So at least three times a year, I really enjoy doing this and I'm going to try to do it. Um, I'm, I'm imagining I will do it live three times a year. And then there'll also be a self-study that people can purchase and do anytime. Like maybe you go on vacation and you come back and you're like, Ugh, I just want to reset a little bit after that really fun vacation because my physical body needs it. Or maybe I've just been through two or three weeks of intense stress and overwork. And I just have not been focusing on my physical body at all because I've had other priorities. Okay, fine. Maybe you want to reset. So I'm going to try to, to, you know, create something that is abundant and anti-diet, but, but gives you a framework for resetting your physical body when you need it the most. And so there's going to be, I just want to give you what I believe will be the three, the three stages or the three phases of this reset. The first phase is going to be pre-work where we identify what is currently happening for you. <laughs> like what has been, how have you been nourishing yourself? How have been, you been moving your body? What are the ways that you have been caring for your physical self? taking actual inventory of what's really happening. Because unfortunately, I do believe that for many people, when we have been exploring this anti-diet, this body acceptance work, it's become almost too difficult or too confusing or too challenging to take a really hard look at times at what's actually happening and going on in our body and how we're feeding ourselves and our self-care. It's a little triggering at times. It's sensitive. It's difficult. I, I genuinely hope that I can offer a, a sensitive, compassionate way in. And then we need to explore what we really want. What is it that you really actually want? 
if you were allowed to say, I don't feel good in my body right now, what if you were allowed to actually say that? And for weight loss not to be the major metric of success, but for you to be allowed to acknowledge that maybe you don't feel good in your body for a multiple reasons and to set goals where we where we work to improve those physical measures so that you do and you can feel better in your body and about how you look. Again, no idealizing of any specific weights or bodies or outcomes, just you being allowed to explore what you most want and need. And what you're actually willing to put into it, I've, I've developed measurements and scales that we can use, not weight scales, but scales of like, you know, uh, on a scale of fuel to pleasure, when it comes to food and movement, like, where do you really exist? And where do you enjoy existing? Have you gone a little too far down the pleasure road? Are you willing to pull back and push the edges of the fuel end of the scale in order to shift the way you're feeling in your body? And you're allowed to be honest and you're allowed to exist where you exist. But like, let's create goals that are in line with that, with how much effort you want to put in and where you want to put it in. And then let's also create a super abundant mindset. Because again, I think that in our work to reject the problematic aspects of diet culture, I think that occasionally we swing too far to the other side and we create some limiting beliefs around our body and what's possible. So that's the first phase of the work, the pre-work. And I'm going to take you through it. I'm going to walk you through it. And then there is the plan, making the plan. Healthy-ish really involves looking at not just the body, but also sensuality and cycles and space and place and mind and energy and soul. And um, I'm going to weave all of that in here, but there is a heavy focus on the body aspect of things, right? And we're going to look at what's the plan for food for you for the three weeks? What needs to change? What are you going to work on? How can you take my expert advice, but just use it as advice as you develop into the, the, um, the, the expert on your body? Like I'm, I'm the expert in the realm of like intuitive eating and naturopathic medicine and feeling the best in, you know, what are the best practices as someone who's been a clinician working with humans for 16 years, I'm going to give you my expert advice, but like you are going to be the ultimate advisor. I think that's the word on your body. You are going to know what's right for you. So I'm going to offer advice and then you're going to be the ultimate like advisor. And we'll, we'll combine those two things to make a plan for food and movement um, and also biohacking for babes. I did a podcast episode on this and you can go back and listen to it. But this is where we add in things like supplements or small self-care practices that help to keep you on track, that help to set the stage. And then how are we sinking into body joy throughout these three weeks? What are the ways that we're celebrating your today body as you work to feel better in it? 
Um, and then the third phase of the reset is going to be evaluating what's happened, um, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and then cementing the things that have really been amazing for you while also learning how to move into a space of more flexibility and more socialization and, and, and um, more variety. How do we move beyond this reset into something that's just a little bit more balanced, quite frankly, when, it, when we think about that Venn diagram, how do we move into something that's more balanced without being on the roller coaster? And we'll talk about next steps. So like, what would it look like to continue this work together and to build out your healthiest blueprint? and to figure out what you need to feel best in your body in an ongoing way. So that's what I'm thinking. There's going to be sort of like three phases or three stages. I'm going to work you through it. There's going to be a workbook and there's going to be live calls throughout it. I think maybe a couple of times a week, actually, because it is a short program and I want to make sure there's lots of space for questions. Um, or it might be, I'm also contemplating just having a close friends list, which is just going to be everyone who's doing the reset. And I may even just pop onto Instagram daily to, to just my close friends list, which will be the people doing the healthiest reset to answer questions, to talk about what we're focusing on that day to sort of get people ready. So all in all, it'll be probably a month long process. Um, the reset will be three weeks but it'll be a month long process. And um, I'm figuring out the best time for that. It might be September, but part of me also feels like maybe we'll start it at the end of September, but the actual reset will happen after Thanksgiving for three weeks. This tends to be in my experience, the best time for me personally, and I want to do it with you. So it's sort of like we use September to gear up and get ready and do the pre-work. And then we sink into the reset and then we use November to sort of solidify and, and really explore practices that are going to be helpful to us as we move through the holidays, where we focus more on socialization and having fun and um, rest and the mental emotional needs that we have. Um, and then again, um, we can flow back into a reset later in January after all of that. So um like I said, this is just about ebbing and flowing, not being on any kind of weird roller coaster. It is a framework for focusing on your physical body and how you feel in your body. Um, and I'm really excited about it. So hit me up at, I've changed my Instagram handle, if you haven't noticed already, at Dr. Jillian Murphy ND. You can hit me up in my DMs or comment section there or email me hello at foodfreedombodylove.com. Let me know. Um, let me know what your thoughts are on this. If there's anything else that you think I absolutely need to cover. I mean, this was just a brief overview. I'm obviously going to be diving deep as we do this. Um, and if you're interested in doing more specific one-on-one -on -one work for yourself right away, like more in-depth specific work, just email me and we can hop on a call and figure that out. Um, I'm not going to be advertising too much more work over the summer because I really just want to focus on my family and myself and feeling really, really good coming into the fall so that I can deliver this healthiest reset in the best possible way. So have a wonderful summer. Like I said, I'll pop in with some moon cycle updates and, uh, 
if you want to join, I'd love that. And otherwise, I will see you later in August to talk about getting started on this healthy-ish reset.